Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Highland. And we're your hosts for You're Not That Special. Where we share conversations about the wonder and joy of our everyday lives. And we're so glad you're here. Good morning. Good morning, Em. How are you? I'm great. Um, How are you? I am also great. We are... Drinking tea and not coffee because <laughs> our coffee kind of went. Yeah, we straight. ran out of the good stuff and we drank some cheap stuff and it was kind of like making me buzz. Slash. Yeah, it was very, 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 it didn't taste great, <laughs> but it was very, very caffeinated. Very Maybe effective. that's how they sell. That's probably how they sell cheap coffee. They make it more, they make it more caffeinated, more addictive. Makes sense. Yeah, it didn't taste good, and we have heart palpitations. Yes, but we're great. (laughs) (laughs) We're great. We're great. (laughs) We're doing really well. (laughs) Well, this morning we are going to start a series that we are so excited about. I particularly am very excited about these um, this next series of conversations about home, and this is. It's such a beautiful thing to talk about because we're there all the time. Our homes are where we live, and they are um, potentially very restorative um, and grounding places. And I am in a season of life where I do spend lots of time at home, and I love my home. And I take great joy and pride in my home. and there's there's just so much to say. There's so much to say on like a you know tangible level, like practical level, like home, you know, stuff, yeah, managing like yeah. this space that we have to do life in. But then also on a deeper spiritual level, like what home is and what's happening there, and just the sacredness of of that place. Yeah, yeah. and you know when you you said a potentially restorative. Mm-hmm. I think that, and we'll talk a lot about it, but what makes that potential for restoration in our homes begin to come together is when you combine the practical day-to-day, how-to, mm-hmm. with that deeper sense of of life and spirit. Yes. And that these are... Um, I think it's really simple and easy to forget about the deeper mm-hmm. meaning, um, except for like the things we put on our wall, live, laugh, love. And <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I retired my live, laugh, love because Did you? of that crazy progressive commercial. <laughs> have you seen it? No. No, we'll have to, you'll have to, I'll have to show you. Everybody should go look up the, it's these series of progressive commercials where basically they're making fun of my generation and they take down the live, laugh, love side <laughs> sign off of the wall <laughs> and throw it in the trash. Like the younger, like your generation. Anyway, I retired live, laugh, love, but the, the sentiment remains, we should live, laugh and love. And so those deeper understandings are easy to lose. We paint them on the wall, but then we're still freaked out about. Right. The details. And so, right. Holding, bringing those together. Yeah. And I think, and that's, I'm excited about as we talk about the practical, yeah, the fun design and um, 
I mean, this isn't going to turn into like an interior design yeah. podcast, but mm-hmm. we're going to just share some of the things that have been fun for us. Yeah. But connecting the dots from that to this deeper meaning. Right. Because that's what keeps it all in, in the right perspective and really elevates the joy of okay. the more tangible things. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you have those, those exciting projects that you're doing in your home that are to change it, you know, to make it better, more beautiful, it, it has to be in, you know, we have to order our thinking, we have to order our thoughts. And if the reason that I'm doing the thing is so that I can have more, you know, of, of the best thing, then that's a good reason. You know, more time. means to an end. Right. More time with family or, you know, organizational things like less time doing laundry so that I can spend more time, you know, with beautiful children, you know, and if the, if, if not, then yeah, our means to an end becomes an end and we become slaves to our houses. Um, yeah. which is a terrible feeling yeah. that nobody wants, even okay. if it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. You don't want to be a slave to your home and the way yeah. that the home functions, the home functions for you and not the other way around. Absolutely. And I think that's a really good place to start. What is a home? You know, mm-hmm. a home is a vehicle. It's stationary, but it's, I mean, it's a, it is a means to an end. So I would love to start. Like this. Okay. I would love you to didn't know. like how I was starting? No, I love that. <laughs> I'm like it, it, piggybacking <laughs> off of you. Like, what is, what is your home? What is your home and what makes it special to you? The people. Mm-hmm. The people. I mean, quite honestly, you know, and this is kind of going slightly divergent, but when you say home, I think of your dad. He's home. Mm-hmm. He really is. If I'm gone and I've come home and, you know, it, yeah, he's home. When he gives me a big hug, when we lay down and we cuddle a little bit, that's home. So. I'm going to cry. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sweet. And But I think that that, so when I think, so that's what comes to mind when I think of home. And then everything else kind of emanates from there. Yeah. So it's people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've gotten used to a quieter home, so I have yeah. to remind myself <laughs> <laughs> when, you know, people are coming, <laughs> that it's people, because I do like order, and I also have a really, you know, visual noise kind of, you mm-hmm. know, is very distracting for me, and I struggle. So my house, I mean, I like to clean too, but... I can. I'm fine with dust and dirty floors mm-hmm. as long as they're not sticky. But I do think I do need or d- deeply desire things to be orderly. Right. At yeah. least the visual parts. Yeah. And I'm the first one to admit I've got lots of closets that you know you shove it and slam it closed real yeah. quick because or drawers or whatever. But visually, I need some quiet. So yeah, that's the joy of modern houses. Old houses don't have storage like that. Right. In they a modern just had house. And a less, lot right. less. A lot less stuff. Yeah. I was going to say crap. Yeah. Did I say crap? 
on the You're Not That Special <laughs> podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Roll your sleeves up. We're saying crap. But this, what is that one that you always hear, the disclaimer? The material in this podcast, in this episode, might not be great for little ears. So if you're listening in the car, you might just want to wave. We should have said that earlier. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. And we'll talk about that, too. Boy, that could be a whole episode. Oh, yeah. Dealing with your... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so home is the people. And then it's beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's also life. Yeah. And that's there's that tension, which yeah. really, really helps me. Yeah. Because for many years, I... I it's like I knew it. It's actually when more people were living here. I wanted it to look like there was no, <laughs> no life. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And one of your brothers, whenever we were cleaning for people to come over, which was a thing, I would just, you remember, I was a little bit yeah, neurotic when it came to company coming over. Yeah. Um, he would be like, Mom, it's okay if it looks like people live here. <laughs> yeah. I keep thinking, what? We'll have to link to it, maybe. We always say we'll link to it, and then we forget to link. But yeah. that, that crazy, that guy, yeah. that was so viral. People can't know we sit! Yeah. It's this guy yeah. with a wig on, and he's everyone's he's mom. like everyone's mom Before, when companies come. Yeah, company. And it's just painfully true. So relatable. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so I'll stop. What's home to you? Well, yeah, anything less than... My husband and my children won't sound very deep after the way you just answered. Um, so I'll say, Ethan. Ethan is home. <laughs> Mom's going to spit her tea out. She's laughing so hard. Um, but he is. He is home. Um, oh, man. That was close. <laughs> I, almost, I almost spit it back in my cup. Really gross. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't swallow. Yeah. He yeah. is. Yeah. He's home. And yes, and (laughs) I'm totally sincere. No, I'm totally sincere. Um, (laughs) Hold on, okay. I (laughs) get it together. Your husband's a blessing. He is a blessing, and no, home is is people. It is my people, and. Um, the current home we are in, the structure, is um, an old church. And I think that that has been very um, grounding in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. I think about a church, you know, mm-hmm. it's a house of worship. And mm-hmm. where do you do the most life? Mm-hmm. At home, you know? So I could also do the most worship. Yeah. I could do all kinds of worship right here. That's, that'll preach, right? Yeah. Yeah. And your house, it's funny because, I mean, I think, I forget sometimes, even though the stained glass windows are still there. Maybe you can, maybe on our Instagram, you'll have to post some of your pictures because it's pretty special. It is. And I think of all of, all of the lives that, that have, have worshipped have worshipped and have been strengthened and encouraged there because it's over a hundred years old. Yeah. So it's got all this history. Yeah. And it was an African American church, so mm-hmm. it had a probably a whole lot of life too, just because yeah. you know the worship is so expressive and so passionate. Yeah. 
So there was a little old lady who drove past our house one time and she stopped and she was like, do you live here? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I used to go there. I used to go to church there. I used to warm my little feet by the wood stove. And I was like, ah, like I wanted to just invite her inside and ask her like, where was the wood stove? How was it all set up? Um, We have one of the old church pews. Um, from in there, but I guess and it's she, really old and very rustic. It's not like your polished wood. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. And it was a school before it was a church. Mm-hmm, it was a schoolhouse. So learning and worship. And yeah, I know, and all the things that we're doing there every day. Yeah, yeah, but that was just so cool to meet somebody who went to church at my house. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. it's the coolest thing. Um, yeah, but we do forget um, sometimes, and it's just, it's so cool when we remember. I'm like, so you is... can, when your kids are bad, you can send them to the prayer corner. Yeah. Go get right with the Lord and yeah. then talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Let them sit on the pew and read their Bible. <laughs> the that pew, might backfire. The pew actually has become our breakfast nook. We put the pew in our kitchen in front of the window, one of the windows, and... That's where we eat breakfast. But home for me, home for me is the stuff that I love. It's good smells, you know, good meals, um, books. It's a spot where we can both entertain, so welcome people in and, you know, make space and also close the door and and say this is our time, like nest mm. too. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been, wrapping my head around that has been really transformative in the way that I think about home because I love interior design and I love um, uh, just the layers of, of what a home is. I just love right. the idea of home. Yeah. I always have, and I love celebrations. So, um, and Ethan and I both have a, like kind of a quirky style, so putting that together has been really fun. And I love DIYs and home projects and and working. So I'm just like always doing something different. You are always doing something. Yeah, You're I can't like, help it. You don't talk about it. You just do it. But it feels like playing dollhouse. Like if you yeah. were one of those little girls who like set up your dollhouse, yeah. it's that's what it feels like. It's just a grown-up dollhouse. But learning the difference for me between a place that I can welcome others into and host right. and then also a place where I shut the door and I do my my quiet and my, you know, restoring has been so good um, for multiple reasons. Um, but one of them is just because it helps me understand the potential of my home, like what it has to offer others, which I think is just the way that we normally think about home, you know, is like, what does it have to offer the other people who are coming in? Exactly. Versus even hospitality. Right. And entertaining can become performing. Yeah. Um, but then when I think about it also, it has two functions. It also, you know, is for me to restore me and, and my people. It That's a totally different function. And it means... And it needs to do both. 
Right. That's so good because so often when we start thinking about our homes, we really are thinking about our house. Yeah. And our house is about keeping it clean and decorating and, you know, function. Exactly. It's just important, yeah. right? But, but then our home is a bigger a bigger concept. Yeah. And we're not going to sacrifice the peace and the restoration of right. our home. Yeah. And even the life, especially, you know, no matter what age the people are, they live there, they get things dirty, you know. Yeah. It's just, that's the life of a home. Right. We're not going to sacrifice the home for the house. Right. Yeah. And that, it's so cool because it, once you have those two kind of um uh oh, what's that called columns in your head mm-hmm. you know once you have those two um two different categories under the umbrella of home mm-hmm. it helps you very practically go about the decorating and the cleaning and the organizing with this big picture in mind right. you know so that so that you don't end up serving your house but that you're your house, your home, but that your home is serving you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just changed the way that I go about um, stuff in the house. Like, we, I recently just moved the kid's dresser out of their bedroom because their clothes are, they just have so many teeny tiny clothes, right. and it's hard to keep it all together. And I've actually been watching um, moms of, like, eight and trying to get tips and tricks for how they do things. Right. And I think they do. Because you didn't mention that you have two bedrooms. Oh, yeah. We have two bedrooms. And it's four a, kids. Yeah, four kids. It's a 1,200-square-foot house. So you're um, dealing with not a lot of space. You know, it's really funny. I've actually looked up um, tiny homes. Yeah. They're 1,200 square feet. <laughs> like, that's funny. But our ceilings are really high, right. so it makes it feel... Yeah. Like a lot more space than it is. I mean, yeah. it's like a human greenhouse. The windows are enormous. Yeah, which is so cool because you. I love are the a sun. Reptile. Yes, I don't wake Come up to life right in the sun. until I've sat yeah. in the sun in the morning. But so you moved the dresser. I moved it out because moms of eight have said like a bunch of them, like eight, ten, you know, like big don't families. Don't keep the clothes. Don't keep the clothes in the, room. in the kids' room. Yeah, I actually saw somebody who had like a dressing room. A I mean, they had more room, right? Yeah, that that's where the kids and she had enough kids that she had a girl dressing room, almost like a locker room, a girl right. one, a boy one, yeah, and that's where the bathroom and that's where the clothes, right? And so, yeah, you weren't dealing with toys and books and and clothes, clothes. yeah, those were all in <clears throat> a different spot, right? And obviously, this is going to be different for every person, sure. but for me, that made things simpler, and that yeah. was the that was the reason um, was to to make it simpler for me. So I moved that out into the hallway and it was really funny because I moved it out and then I was folding all their clothes and putting them all the way and I was like, this is the easiest that it has ever been. Yeah. Ever. And the only thing in their bedroom now is their beds and their books and some blocks and that's it. That'll be a lot easier to keep clean. Yeah. Especially with four of them. Because right. it's a normal size, even a small kind of bedroom. Yeah, it's a it's so, a little bedroom. Yeah, and yeah, all four so of you, them you sleep in have there. A whole bunch of, if you had all the clothes and all the toys right. and all the books, then you're just inviting, right, 
disaster. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, with kids, you kind of start to see where they get overwhelmed. They get to this place where they're just, like, not even going into a bedroom because there's so many options. There's yeah. so much to do there. Yeah. And my kids are, I mean, I've probably conditioned them this way, but they are also very affected by visual noise. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's clutter and, like, no counter space, they'll just, like, turn out of the kitchen and just walk out. They just mm-hmm. leave, mm-hmm. which is really funny because I do the same thing. I'm like, oh, nope, not going to go in that room. Like They leave and oh, go God. make a exactly. mess in another They room. go destroy yeah. another house, yeah. another room of the house. But anyway, I, I, I just, I love, I love it. I get like a rush when you figure something out. And it's, it's not only, it's, it's, it's everything. It's better for me and for the kids. So the function yeah. But then it's also beautiful. Yeah. There's less less mess, right. less stress. So the form, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it works, the function. Yeah. It's just it is I think I feel so passionate about it because I love I love life, yeah. you know? I yeah. love I love our life and I yeah. love doing things and I think Man, if I can spend less time folding laundry and right. more time making cookies or going to the park or, you and, know, yeah. and doing that's, these other things. That's so imperative in all of this. I think yeah. what what is what does this do for me? Because yeah. it's very easy and I speak from, you know, experience to create a standard that isn't based on what will serve me best. Yeah. But on how you were brought up yeah. or, you know, um, yeah, and I can stop there because I was raised, you know, there were just two girls mm-hmm. in a home that was very, very, very clean. And it took me like I had five or six kids before I realized I'm trying to do that home. Yeah. And I'm here with all these kids homeschooling. Yeah. You know, so they're here in the house all the time. So that standard, you know, was not, it didn't serve me. Right. It was fine for growing up, but it didn't serve me. Yeah. Um, so a standard that's based on how you were brought up, a standard that's based on too much Pinterest or Instagram. Yeah. For me, it was Better Homes and Gardens, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I mean, I had to, I loved looking at it. I loved creating beautiful things, mm-hmm. but I didn't go take the next step and say, okay, these are staged photographs. These aren't people living. Right. This is what it looks like, you know, when you go into a model home. Yeah. So that inspiration was it it was good but it wasn't it didn't get put in the right place. You so know, then I wanted to achieve that yeah. with six kids homeschooling right. and you know and so keeping the the um just that what is what is this for? How does this serve me best? Right. Is so important. Yeah, this might have you see on Pinterest or Instagram, this works great for her. Yeah. But this isn't what's really important to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had a friend who had a very small home, Mm -hmm. didn't have a yard. And so in the winter with small kids, you know, she was pretty constrained. And she would let the kids um, pull all the the cushions off of the couch and create forts. And one time, um, and because, you know, it was just practical yeah and it was an old couch and it didn't matter and and one time we were you know in a group of us were in a home and 
um, her kids began to do that, and, you know, other people were really unhappy about it. But it was just, and it wasn't such, it wasn't a big deal, but I remember thinking, hmm. oh, at her house, mm-hmm. this works really well for her. Mm-hmm. At her house, they've got a big yard. They have mm-hmm. less kids. And so kids don't play on the furniture. Right, yeah. And that was such a aha moment because yeah. I realized in my mind there was, this is how you're supposed to act in a house. This is what you do with the couch, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just the whole idea of looking at your standard, I think. Right. And, you know, maybe, and it might not even be a conscious standard, but looking, okay, what are my expectations? Yeah. And are those really serving me or do we need to... Yeah. Tweak it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we live, you know, in, we're pretty constrained and everybody's, everybody walks and most of them talk and (laughs) it can get really loud in our house. Yeah. The youngest. Chairs upside down. Yep. So all all our chairs, (laughs) every time we push back from the table, it's everybody's job. To put their chair down on the floor because Benjamin Joseph will climb <laughs> Mount Chair onto the crest of Mount Table. You know, it just hit me. He's named after two of your brothers, but Ben, your brother Ben, silently climbed. Climbed, climbed everywhere. I remember pulling him off the top of the roll top desk all the time when he was like after Joe was born, but he was not even two years. There's old. a home video of him. Yeah, yeah climbing up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's. It's really funny because he also has. He has Joe's ears. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is. That's so funny. There's a lot in the name. Yes. Well, um, I know that today um, you pulled out a couple books and I had some too. And maybe we could. We'll be talking. I mean, my brain's just like pinging all over the place. I know. And I know it's the coffee, but it's also. This I'm thinking topic. of so many directions. Yeah. yeah but, um, you know, just drawing inspiration. Mm-hmm. And um, so maybe we could end with talking a little bit about that. Yeah, where we've been inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to start? Yeah, so you, you use a term, and I'm sure we'll t- discuss this more, but um, the domestic church. Yeah. That family. Yeah. home or the domestic church mm-hmm. and just that is so rich mm-hmm. right so it's the idea that um you know the home like you're, you live yeah. in an old church but mm-hmm. every home is like the physical structure of a church yeah and that your family inside of it is the domestic church yeah. and that is such a beautiful paradigm yeah. and so this book is called theology of home finding the eternal in the everyday we should have thought ahead and like so awesome. had these people sponsor us. We could oh, have next episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we going to link to these? I yes. mean, you can look it up, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, theology of home, finding the eternal in the everyday. It was written by three moms, um, and I just I've read through this really, really slowly. I love it for a bunch of reasons. Um, one, I just love that it's three moms three homes, three very different styles. One is really traditional, one's pretty modern, and um, the other one is kind of, I think, a mix. But as, and this isn't so much a a how-to, as more of a, um, 
just what you were talking about, just that really thoughtful kind of looking at the 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 roots of a home and mm-hmm. just that you know the spiritual aspect. I mean, it's called theology of home, right? But um, you know, there's it just takes a home and just brings up a lot of really beautiful concepts that do happen in a home. You'll recognize them as you read it, mm-hmm. but it kind of puts like the the spotlight on them yeah, and really examines them. So you have things like chapters are called entering, remembering, nourishment, light, order, comfort, balance, leaving. And so throughout it's filled with really, really beautiful um, photography and quotes and very, very inspirational. I mean, I have definitely got some ideas from it in terms of decorating but more than that, just seeing life in homes. and mm-hmm. um, Yeah, and most of them have a lot of kids, so there's that too. It's just... It's so awesome. Yeah. yeah, so this is really a beautiful book. I have been really inspired by Kanisha Buck's um, Restoration House, Creating a Home That Gives Life and Connection to All Who Enter. And... I love this book because she talks about her home experience and she didn't have a really beautiful home. She was moving around her husband's military and she talks about their first dingy little apartment and how it was just anything but, you know, what she had um, thought of, you know, for her home. Mm -hmm. But that that created a dialogue between her and the Lord and she sees her spiritual life as very entwined to these lessons that she learns in home and in making home and in her frustration with what was lacking. And of course, you know, you can you can guess it is, yeah. Yeah. And you can guess where what is lacking, the Lord has a deep, deep um transformative lesson for her. Um and I just love that because I think, you know, we all, even if you're in like the most beautiful home, your you'll dream home, see. you'll yeah. always see what's yeah. lacking. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're in a rental, you know, you, you're right. feeling like the, I can't make this permanent, but you can still make home because yeah. of everything we've said. Home is not what's on the walls mm-hmm. or what's not on the walls, you know, yeah. like I can't paint. I can't change this ugly tile. It's, it's dark in here, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Um, it's still home, yeah. and and there are beautiful ways to celebrate that. Um, it has so much to do with you know attitude and yeah. um, yeah, just our our lens. Well, and you know, as you're talking, I thought really what makes home feel like home. Yeah, it's sure the painting and the decorating and the new you know or used furniture, whatever, but. You know, I haven't moved a lot, but I always know it'll feel more like home mm-hmm. after we've had some memories, after we've celebrated a Christmas here, a after somebody has come in. Right. Yeah. And so that's what gives it that sense of, of home. Of home. Yeah. Um, I've been food in some is really, such a food. good way to oh, make yeah. home. If yeah. you just fill it with good smells of good food. And and you make things, especially with little kids, if you celebrate something, bam, it's a celebration. Yeah. It's we the coolest thing. That in that episode yeah. on celebrating. Mm-hmm. You just you make it you say, This is 
This is a this celebration. This is special. Yeah, this is special. Right. And that doesn't take a lot. And those are really the things that... Right. And that, again, is putting the home is the means to an end. Or the house is the means to an end. Right. It's a vehicle toward that. And so yeah. I um, haven't read that, but I flipped through it. But I didn't catch on that that was kind of how it came about. And I love the idea that yeah. the lack that she's using... What's lacking in the home, right. the house? Um, I'm going to be doing that as long as we do this series. I'll, because my type A, it's like no, that's the house part. And what yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what what's lacking is that there's even potential. Yeah. There. I love that because my tendency, once I turn toward, okay, what do I want to do? Yeah. I get overwhelmed because. When you start looking at it, it's like when you start cleaning, right? Yeah. You see, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. Right. And so I just, you know, the lack builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm. But to think of it as something that is just part of the, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. That right. <clears throat> the lack is, there will always be lack. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, just real quick, the Home Body by Joanna Gaines is... Another great one, and I know it's not. I mean, I have a lot more color in my home than in, <laughs> is in either of these books. They're um, a lot more minimal and um, clean. You know, creams, grays, whites. I'm about to go bright green up in my house, but <laughs> we. Um, I like Joanna Gaines's Homebody because she goes room by room, and she talks about the function Mm -hmm. of every room and you know they have a a family Mm -hmm. so she talks about that too about her struggle between interior designer and this desire she has for how it looks and then for her family and okay but is chip gonna want to take a nap on this couch Uh no probably not you know like and the difference between um you know those two things. It's awesome. It's just so funny. You say Joanna Gaines and Chip, and my mind just like goes into a different place. And I mean, Fixer Ever? No, just another level, another stratosphere. Like, I feel like, oh, let's just be quiet now. There's nothing left to say. <laughs> no, it's different. Um, do you think they'd sponsor us? Yeah, I'll get in touch. <laughs> I'll send some emails. <laughs> Sponsored by Chip and Joanna. Um, well, that's great. I'm, Those are, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just really excited about this series, and we're going to go room by room and talk about home. Yes. Um, for the next next couple it's episodes. It's going to be hard to stay in a room. Yeah. When we talk, I already know that. Yeah. But it'll be good. Yeah. We will have great conversations spurred by the idea of a room. Yeah. Yeah. So, welcome to the home series. This will be fun.